Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the Art of Growing Up podcast. I'm your host, Allie. And today we're going to be talking about the Disney College program, which is something that I have just made my entire personality. And this has to have a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. I have to do it right off the bat, just right off the get-go. Everyone's Disney College program experience is going to be different. So take my advice, experience, everything with a grain of salt. The main reason why I talk about my Disney College program experience, because spoiler alert, it was very hard for me and I just had a really hard time. I struggled through it. But the reason why I talk about it is because, number one, I want to give people accurate experiences and not just sugarcoat my experience like a lot of people do. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people could just have amazing experiences and it could be great and they could just have no problems. Very unlikely, but some people do. I don't know. But I don't want everybody to sugarcoat it so that you could be like me and go into the college program with literally zero expectations of how it actually is. And then the second reason why I make content about how it's hard is because I know a lot of people who also had a hard Disney College program. And whenever you don't see a lot of people making content about how it is hard, it can kind of make you feel alone. So I really think that there's a lot of power in sharing experiences and talking about the hard parts of life because I think that that's the only way that we'll be able to truly like I don't know, get closure on seasons of life is if we know that there's other people that share our same experiences. And also, I think that it allows us to kind of like move forward because for me personally, it wasn't until I accepted that I didn't have a good college program that I was able to be like, well, you know what? Like this wasn't what I wanted. So I still think that working at Disney would be fun. So I'm going to go back and do it again. And it ended up being the best year of my life going back to work at Disney, not on the college program. So yeah, just wanted to disclaim that at the beginning before I go into a little life update before we get started on this episode. I always have to say this though, because people come at me every single time I make a negative Disney college program, like anything, any type of content, because they'll be like, well, mine was great. Okay, well, that's good for you. I hate when people say that because I'm like, okay, and I'm allowed to share my experience too. Or they'll just say, oh, well, you're discouraging people from doing the Disney College program. No, I firmly believe that anybody that has the desire to do it should do it. I just think that they should be given fair expectations so that they can make up their mind with everything laid out on the table, with every type of experience that's out there. So I know that that was kind of a harsh disclaimer from the beginning, but I just have to say that because especially because of the title because I'm definitely going to title this like living out my dream surviving a nightmare which is so dramatic but I don't know it was really hard for me and uh I'm allowed to be dramatic on my own podcast so yeah that is the little disclaimer at the beginning of this so let's get into a little life update to get you guys caught up on like the few things that have changed since I last talked to you and then we will get into the episode So right now it is Friday the 9th. I'm thinking that I'm going to upload this on Saturday. I was planning on doing it on Friday, but I have had such a busy week and I wasn't expecting it to be as busy as it was. 
And I 100% was planning on pre-recording this, but it's so funny how time just gets away from you whenever there's other things to do. So today, Caleb and I have been cleaning a lot. Right now, I'm actually chilling in bed. Bo is at my feet, my little dog. He's so cute. But um, yeah, Caleb's going to get pizza right now and going to take things to donate them to Goodwill because we've been cleaning a ton today. I worked this morning and tonight one of my best friends Haley and her husband are coming to Asheville for the weekend because it's their anniversary so tonight they're spending the night with us and then the rest of the weekend they're actually staying in this incredible Airbnb that I told them about because I found it on TikTok this is going to be such a rabbit hole but basically this Airbnb you guys might have seen it if you have ever been on the Harry Potter side of TikTok but it looks exactly like the Triwizard Tournament tent or like kind of resembles what the atmosphere is. So you go in the front, you take a slide down and then you're just in this Harry Potter themed Airbnb. I don't know how to explain it, but I'll definitely, if I go over there this weekend, I'm definitely going to post pictures on my Instagram story. So definitely go look, but I'm so excited to go see it because I've seen it all over my TikTok and it was funny because they also love Harry Potter, so I told them about it, and then they were like, the next time I saw them, they're like, yeah, we booked it, and I was like, you guys are the coolest people ever, um, because they are just also like really big Harry Potter fans, especially her husband, and so we just geek out together, but yeah, I'm really excited for them, and they're going to have like a cute little couples getaway in Asheville, but me and Caleb and my parents are actually going to Dollywood tomorrow, so we are honestly I feel like this is the most we've done in a while like all in one weekend but um we're leaving tomorrow morning I think at like eight to go meet up with my parents and then we're gonna go drop the dogs off and then go to Dollywood which if you guys have never been highly recommend it's Dolly Parton's theme park in Pigeon Forge Tennessee and I grew up going there it's so pretty at Christmas time but yeah that's kind of the update on my life not much happening and then everything happening at once I feel like is just how everything goes in my life. I feel like I'm in a weird place in life right now because I feel like I'm in the like kind of like an in-between season where I'm going into and prepping for things for next year because next year is a really cool year and there's a lot of things that we're getting to do and places we get to go and just different opportunities for next year and also I'm kind of in the prep phase of bringing back my YouTube channel and things like that so I think that I'm kind of in I kind of talked about this on my last episode but I've kind of been in like a quiet season of life recently and even whenever I was at Disney I was kind of in a I guess more private time of life I feel like I'm getting back into my social media era I don't even want to say it like that because then that sounds so chronically online but I I don't know I just feel like I have not been as social and been wanting to post on social media but recently I've just been like having a creative burst and I've I kind of feel like I attribute a lot of it to really taking time to do things that I love to do genuinely not for anything other than just because I love to do them and two of them are reading and writing I love writing I used to write creative stories all the time whenever I was a kid but I never 
kind of continued it because I think that I got to a certain age where my entrepreneurial brain was just like, if it doesn't make me money, I don't want to even do it. You know, I don't know why. I I think I get that from my dad, but I have really put a pause on that. And I've been like, you know what? Like I genuinely don't want to waste my energy doing things that I don't enjoy just for profit, you know, because that just feels so shallow and it feels unfulfilling. So I've definitely been doing a lot more things that just bring me joy. Reading is one of those. And I really had to evaluate my motives for YouTube um, and like coming back to YouTube because it's going to be a book related channel, but I really had to like get it in my head. Like don't film anything unless you are feeling like it, you know, don't try to seem like you've read more books or that you do certain things or that you have certain opinions just because it's what other people want to see because I never want to lose my love for reading. And so that's why it's taken me so long. I've known I wanted to do booktube for a while. I think it's just taken me a long time uh, to actually get around to it because I was so scared that if I would start it, I would stop loving reading because I would be doing it for YouTube. I don't know. But I'm finally at a point where I'm just like, doing a lot of reading and wanting to share it with a community of people who also love reading. So sorry for that reading update uh, for people who don't really keep up with my book opinions. Um, but if you do, just throwing this in here, I'm reading, I'm starting Throne of Glass right now and I'm going to vlog it. So if you guys don't read, just disregard that. But if you do, that's what I'm starting right now. Um, what else was I saying? Yeah, that was kind of a a really long tangent of just basically saying I'm doing a lot more of the things that I love recently, and one of them is reading, and that's why I'm so excited to talk about it whenever I come back to YouTube and start talking about it, and also writing. Yeah, I feel like I've never talked about it on any social media. I just love writing. It just makes me so happy to come up with stories and like see them come to life through... I don't know, just sitting down writing stuff and then reading it back and being like, oh, dang, like I kind of love these characters, you know? So obviously I I don't think I'd ever like write a book. I actually thought about it for a little bit, but then I was like, you know what? This is again, me trying to turn something that I love into something that I can gain from. But I kind of want to just remember what it's like to just enjoy things because I enjoy them and not because I'm trying to get something out of them other than joy. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> But that's pretty much the update. I am just feeling like I'm in a really big prep stage and prep season for the next season of life. And I'm being, I'm very content where I'm at, but I'm also excited for what's to come. So that is the update. Let's get into Disney talk. So I wanted to start off this episode by talking about why I fell in love with Disney and kind of why I decided that I want to spend my childhood wanting to work for them at some point and kind of what made me get in that mindset because I feel like every kid grows up loving Disney but I was crazy I was like so set on working for Disney and making that my entire career so basically long story short I was watching Frozen with I was there with like some younger kids because at the time I was 13 but I was also there with a lot of adults like my parents and their parents And I remember being so moved by the fact that the little kids were obviously so excited about the characters, but then the adults were emotional about these scenes like Anna sacrificing her life for her sister and just the familial love that was there. 
And I just remembered just being so touched by that and being like, I want to be a part of something that touches that big of a demographic um, or that wide of a demographic, I guess. Um, I went to the bathroom after that and I literally Googled how many female CEOs there were at Disney and I found out that there were none. So I just made it my entire personality like I'm going to be the first female CEO at Disney. Obviously, I have not done that, will not do that, because after having leadership roles, I just do not, I don't even want to think about being a CEO of anything. Um, Does my main character complex tell me that I could? Yeah, but I also know that I (laughs) probably couldn't, and I also would hate it. So that's not my goal anymore, but that's kind of the fire that was there. I ended up going to Disney World shortly after that with my family, And I also remember just seeing cast members and just really being like, wow, they are so intentional. They make everything so magical. I can't wait to be a part of this. So then I think it was probably a year, a year and a half after that, throughout literally all of this that I'm talking about, I have had this fire and passion (laughs) like to work for Disney. I just, that's all I wanted to do. Anybody that I talk to from my childhood now, it's so funny to talk to them because they're like, I'm so like... It's just so cool that you did that because you always wanted to do that and you always talked about it. So that kind of makes me feel good because even though I feel like it's it was small, I also look back on who I was in high school and I'm like, my high school self would be really proud that I even did this. But so fast forward to probably like summer before sophomore year, I was on YouTube. I had just kind of discovered YouTube. And of course, I found Disney College Program Vlogs because that was just something that I would pop up on my YouTube feed and I fell in love with them. I think I, I want to say that the first person I ever watched was Miss Shelby. If you guys know Disney college program vlogs, pretty sure she was the first person that I um, followed for the Disney college program. But then kind of like, as it progressed, and as I went into like later high school, um, it was like, I'm trying to think of all of the vloggers. Um, Emily Nelson, I forget what her YouTube name is. Emily Enchanted. That's what it is. Um, I loved her vlogs whenever she was on the college program. And it's funny because this past time that I moved back to Disney, we actually started following each other. Like she started following me also. So, and then we like kind of like have commented back and forth and DM'd back and forth. So that was like, I feel like everything that happens in regards to Disney in my life is so full circle because I feel like even the fact that I ended up like talking to Emily and like, getting to know her is crazy because I used to like watch her vlogs. Um, and she's really cool. She's very sweet. Um, and definitely whenever I talk about vlogger expectations, I'm discounting her because I feel like she was very realistic about her program and not too much romanticizing it and has later talked about like kind of the struggles of it. So I definitely don't group her into kind of like the culture surrounding making it look seamless. Anyways, So I think the first time I applied for the college program, I was a freshman in college. It was my second semester because my mom would let me apply my first semester because she wanted me to make friends, which I am so glad that she did now because if I would have gone on the college program second semester of my freshman year, I literally would have never come back. So I'm glad that that, that I listened to her and that I didn't apply and waited um fall semester or spring semester of myself of my freshman year I applied and I didn't get in which I was upset about but then also I was excited because I got to come back to school and 
be with my friends, which I had made my second semester freshman year. So then came the big semester. At the time, you could rank your roles that you wanted to have on the Disney College program, which you can't do now, I don't think. But I am pretty sure I ranked them like attractions, Cedar Greeter, and... I honestly don't know. Possibly watercraft. I don't know why. I love water. I just thought that that would be so much fun. I might have I might have said watercraft. I'm not sure. But I put Cedar Greeter, which is Hostess, on there because I had a lot of food and beverage experience, so I thought that, that might help me get onto the program. I didn't necessarily want to do food and beverage, but I definitely did not want to do quick service food and beverage. So just keep that tucked away. <laughs> but those were my roles ranked. I pretty I literally don't know. I'm just guessing, but I'm pretty sure because I don't know. But anyways, I ended up getting accepted on the program and I have a video up on my YouTube channel of all my friends' reactions of me getting in and my parents. And it was so sweet. And I still watch that sometimes because I'm like, wow, I really have good people in my life. And um, it was just such a big moment because I had pretty much waited my entire life to up to that moment. You know, I've waited for that moment my whole life. Um, so yeah, I was really excited about it. I, my friends threw me this really sweet going away party. My best friend Michaela did, and it was so nice. And I was totally not expecting, that's like the, the one time in my life I've ever been surprised. I think <laughs> like I genuinely think that's the only time I ever have. Um, so props to Michaela for really throwing me for a loop. But I was really sad to leave. Also, I was rooming with actually my friend that's coming in this weekend, one of my best friends, Haley. Um, she was my roommate at the time. So I was super sad to leave her. But I was mostly just excited. I went home for winter break. And then I found out that my location, this was like right before I left for my program, but I found out that my location was the Polynesian Resort. And so I figured that, oh, sorry, I didn't say this. I ended up getting Cedar Greeter, which is Hostess. Um, sorry, I keep, I keep saying that it's hostess, but I feel like anytime that I say Cedar Greeter, people are like, what does that even mean? But it means hostess. So yeah. Um, and so I found out that I got hostess and then I found out that I got the Polynesian. So I figured up that I'm either going to get Kona Cafe or Ohana. I was hoping for Ohana because I didn't really know much about Kona Cafe. It just kind of looked like a restaurant, which it did end up just being that. People still hype up Kona, and I don't understand the hype, but maybe it's just because I have PTSD. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I ended up being at Kona. My mom and I drove down to move me in for um, move-in day. We spent the night like somewhere near the complexes. And at the time, it was still the old complex complexes. Now they have a brand new complex. And whenever Caleb and I lived at Disney last year, we lived like five minutes from the new complex and it is so huge and nice and just way nicer than anything we had in the early college program. But yeah, it, I lived in Chatham Square and we lived in a two bedroom, six person apartment. So right off the bat, I will say that one thing that I learned in my program is that I am an introvert. I may be talkative, I may be social, but I am a true introvert and I did not realize that until I was in a place where I was always around people and I was going crazy. Even though I loved my roommates that were in my room and I love my roommates in my like whole apartment in general, there was this one girl in the other room that I did not know because my two roommates in my room I met at Liberty 
at my school. And sorry, excuse me, <laughs> but I met them at school and we ended up rooming together. One of them was just graduated and the other one was a freshman. And the one that was a freshman, I loved both of them, but the one that was a freshman, we ended up staying really close and she was at my wedding actually. But we had opposite schedules, unfortunately, like pretty much with both of my roommates. So I never really got to see them too much on the program. But even the girls in the other room, I didn't know them before I came. And there's one of them that, again, I really didn't know, but we would regularly like eat in the living room together and watch shows. And like, I just remember just having the best conversations with her. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. I move in. Everything is pretty, for the first week, you just kind of feel like you're on vacation, I feel like, because you don't really start work yet. And even whenever you start training and you go into like traditions, which is orientation, and then like the training, extensive training, which I feel like I had way more on my college program than I ever did this time around, like the last time I was there. But I feel like I was constantly in classes and it was so fun because it was a Disney university. So I just felt like I was on the moon, like on the moon. I felt like I was having a great time. And so I had almost a full week without anything. And I got my universal annual pass and I actually got money to get that on for Christmas that year. So I was going to universal like every single day which was the most surreal feeling because you can watch people's vlogs and see them live in Orlando and like go to the theme parks every day but like until you do it until you like drop in to ride a ride and then leave it's like it's so surreal to do that for the first time which is funny because I feel like now I've been posting about that for a while and so now it's funny because I'm like I wonder if people think that about me like I wonder if people think that that's weird or cool that I would just like hop in somewhere, ride a ride, and then leave. I don't know. Just, these are just things I think about. But then, so yeah, that's the first week. Theme parks, not really doing much moving in. The second week is whenever you kind of have like your training, orientation, all that stuff. And then that's whenever you get your pass to go into Disney World. And so then that was really cool because then I started going to Disney. Um, I did make friends throughout this, but not very close friends, I would say. None that have really stuck um, other than my roommates and the one in particular who was at my wedding. I really didn't have any friends that, like, I have friends that I, like, still talk to, like, occasionally and, like, comment on their stuff, but nobody that I really, like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. It was kind of very surface, especially at the beginning. Um, so mostly that's another reason that I found out that I was an introvert is cause like a lot of times if I did go to the parks with somebody, it just felt kind of surface if it was like a new friendship. And so I would just end up going by myself and I loved going by myself. So again, that was kind of what I was doing the first week. Then you get into actual training at your location. So that was kind of when crap hit the fan because I... My first day of orientation, I found out that I was actually going to be training in quick service food and beverage because if you're placed at Kona Cafe as a Cedar Greeter, you're also put, you're also trained quick service food and beverage at the coffee bar. So I didn't know that, obviously, because I wouldn't have put Cedar Greeter if I, if I knew that that was the case because I really didn't want to be quick service food and beverage for good reason. But I, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I'm here, whatever. It's not a big of a deal. So 
my first day on my schedule, the first, actually, I think it was the first three days, my shift start, it started at 5 a.m. So already off the bat, I was like, crap, <laughs> like, this is gonna suck. And it did. I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to get to this shift because I had to like get up, get ready. I think those days I took the bus. Maybe not. No, I think I drove. I think I drove. But still, it's kind of like you have to get up. I had to make my lunch, you know, get ready, drive over there, which was like probably 30 minutes. And then and I'd definitely get coffee, except for nowhere was open at that time. And then go in and then walk in because I would have to park. And then the walk is probably like 20 minutes um, from the parking lot to the Polynesian. So yeah, I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to go to my first three shifts at Disney. And I actually made a video about that and that video blew up. So I'm really thankful for that video because that video made me more money in that month than I did working at Disney. So yeah, didn't make a lot, did not make a lot from Disney. But um, I am thankful for that video though, because I, I honestly, I feel like I look back on that video and I'm like, I'm glad I have this documentation of how hard this was because anybody that tells me that I didn't work hard in my college program, I can be like, uh, no, I actually did. And honestly, I had a really positive attitude about it. I looked at, whenever I like watched those videos, I was like, it's okay. Like, I'm just excited to work at Disney. And I was like, oh my gosh, girl, like you were up at the butt crack of dawn going to work. Like, don't, I don't know. I was so excited to be there. So I was looking back on it now. I feel like it sucked that I got quick service food and beverage, even though I didn't want to get it. But that day, I think that that was the first time that I realized the reality of the college program, because up to that point, I was kind of like, oh, this is so much fun. Like I'm hanging out with friends. I'm going to the parks. Like I'm you know, going to Universal, I'm going to Disney Springs, I'm just like living life. But then that was the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, this is work. And a lot of it is hard. And you deal with so many people (laughs) like being rude, so many more than you would think. And every resort comes with its new challenges, every job comes with its new challenges. So that was kind of like a just dose of reality for me. Um, that first day was really hard and the people training me, I love the lady that trained me, but she's really chaotic. And I was like, kind of just so overwhelmed the first day. And so, yeah, I was working on coffee bar. It was just so chaotic because what happens at the Polynesian is that whenever you're at coffee bar, I got there at 5 a.m., so really the first hour is just getting everything set up. At 6 a.m., it's, like, not that many people coming, but from 6.30 to, like, 7, I would say, that's whenever the flood comes in because everybody's trying to get to the early entry of Magic Kingdom. And so at the Polynesian, you can take the monorail to Magic Kingdom. So the coffee bar is right next to the, the monorail, and everybody would try to get their coffee before they go into the park. But what they didn't... What a lot of people come into Disney and not do is plan, which is so fun because so fun for me, but actually it is fun for me now because now I'm a travel agent and now I have so much fun actually planning people's trips. But every time I tell every person I plan their trip, I always tell them, I'm like, some people literally do not plan their trip. But so the fact that you are and are making these reservations and making these like plans is so 
good because so many people don't and it's just makes their whole trip chaotic but anyways it would just be this super huge flood of people that would come in to get their coffee so everybody's in line and everybody's pissed because everybody sees the monorail come and leave and then every time that they see that then they think that it's not going to come for a super long time surprise comes in another two minutes but yeah people just got super mad really easily and would just get in a tizzy it was always crazy sometimes we were understaffed And on top of that, this was the first time I ever kind of was exposed to this, but my, I had four leaders and I think I liked one of them, but one of them was so awful. I've never fully talked about this anywhere because I kind of always was like, well, what if I want to go back to Disney and like, you know, whatever. I was, I was always like insecure about it ruining my chances of working for Disney someday, but I don't even think she works there anymore. And even if she does, I don't, I literally don't care like at all, but she was awful. Like I have never experienced a manager like that. She was a straight up bully. Um, so there were times so that like whenever I started training over at hostess stand, that's whenever I was like around her more. And there was like always stuff like it, I just never wanted to come in because she was so mean. But there was one time in particular where my hair was like, I never did my hair for work like really, really nice. I always kind of put it in a bun, but it didn't look bad. It just looked like not like curly or like put together. It kind of just is like a slick back bun, you know? And there was this one time that she was like, I'm going to switch with you, okay? And I was like, okay, like switch with me at the podium. And she was like, I need you to go fix that rat's nest that's in your hair because it looks like the Kansas tornado flew through it. And I was like, what? And I went to the bathroom and I was just already so overwhelmed that day. And I was just crying because I was like, I don't know what's, I'm just so overwhelmed, whatever. And then like that lady was being so mean that day in particular. Oh, gosh, it, it just is not fun um, to deal with somebody like that. But basically, I would say I started my official training just at Kona in general, probably like early February. And then kind of started to get into like I was in quick service for like most of February and then I started doing cedar greeter like February to March and so I was getting wore out so quickly from this job because I was working a ton probably like 50 plus hours a week and then on top of that I had a leader that was really frustrating I didn't have any alone time at home I didn't really have any close close friends um I was homesick like I was just not having a good time (laughs) like I was it, it kind of like everything flows in together another part of it was that I was at a location I think that it's I think a lot of things are a lot of things hang on your work I think that that's a big thing that a lot of things hang on because if you have a great work experience I feel like everything else kind of doesn't matter as much but if you have a terrible work it just flows into everything else because I had a lot of people who were in a, I think the big thing is that if you're in a college program heavy role, such as like attractions, maybe in the parks, like certain merchandise locations, sometimes it can be a lot of college program, which I think would be really fun because you have a lot of people that are coming in that are super excited to be there. Even the people that have been there and are extending their program are still really excited to be there. I was mostly with full-time and part-time people, and so it's not that same, like, excitement to be there. It's kind of like, 
they're kind of all like dead inside at that point. So, and also I was at a resort. I wasn't at a park. So I didn't really feel like I was working at Disney a lot of times. I just felt like I was working in a resort. So yeah, at that point, it was kind of all of these things together, creating this kind of just starting to make me really bitter, unhappy, just not having a good time. On top of all that, I'm just starting to feel anxiety and depression just really start to kind of set in at this point. So all of this combined, I'm kind of at a point where I am just feeling really homesick. I'm depressed. I have a lot of anxiety. Work is really stressful and my leadership is really bad. So I was just really struggling at this point. My friends came for their spring break trip and that was so much fun. We went to Disney and that was literally one of my favorite trips with my friends. But they, whenever they left, I was so, so sad, almost more sad because I had remembered what it would, what it was like to be around them. And then I had to leave again. So that was almost made it worse. But then I went home for my birthday the weekend after that, I believe. And that was kind of the first time that I had a couple days off in a row and I was able to kind of like get my sanity back and kind of be like, okay, where am I at right now? Where can I go from here? I was very, very seriously considering quitting because it was just that bad and just just hard. And my parents were like, no, this has been your childhood dream. This is not something that you just quit, you know, because your your future self is not going to be, you know, happy if you wanted to do this dream, then you quit. So I really took that to heart. I, you know, wasn't going to quit. So then I was like, how do I make this better? So I would say that that was kind of the turning point for me where I really kind of made it my own and started trying to find things that I could do to make my program better than it was and just be really intentional on changing what it was like up to this point. So I get on a flight, I go back, and I remember that flight being so reflective. I just remember just getting on that plane with so much more purpose than I I kind of left with literally no hope. <laughs> I got back on the plane. I was like, you know what? This is going to be fine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it better. So I was starting to ask around to see if there were any other roles available kind of in that department. And it turns out around that time, they were trying to look for people who would do in-room dining busing at pretty much out of the same kitchen, which I think is so full circle now because at the Biltmore State, I'm a in-room dining captain, like supervising. And literally, I like that's so full circle to me because a lot of things that I did on the college program with that role are things that I do in my job now. But I was a busser, which it was not the most glamorous of work, but I was so happy to be doing it, honestly, because I would be by myself for five hours a day. So yeah, I ended up getting to do that. Five hours a day, I would be in my little golf cart, driving around, getting notifications from housekeeping whenever somebody was done with their in-room dining, going to pick it up, taking it back, busing it in the kitchen. And it was honestly so much fun. And I was by myself. The lady that trained me was so nice. That day, I remember just being so excited because I was so relieved and thankful that I didn't have to be in that that kit, the restaurant anymore. I was so excited to be doing something else. I was so excited to be outside I was just so excited to be doing it. And 
it was just amazing. It was so nice to be doing another role. And that was most of what I did for the rest of my program. But I loved the people in that department. I loved the work I was doing. And even though it wasn't the most glamorous thing, it was just so, it was so much better. So then I also was kind of like at that point where I I just realized that I really needed to remember why I loved Disney in the first place. So on the college program and just in di- at Disney in general, there's some shifts that you can pick up because you have certain training. So since I had quick service food and beverage training, I was able to pick up shifts doing popcorn or selling popcorn at Fantasmic, which is my favorite show at Disney. And doing that was that shift alone was the most fun shift I've ever done at Disney to this day. But doing that really made me realize why I love Disney again, because I sold popcorn for an hour stood in the back, watched Fantasmic, and then kind of like did all the closing stuff. And it was just so magical. And just seeing people get excited about that show and like cry about the show and just like be so excited and see little kids like scream for their favorite characters. It was magical. And it really made me, and then also like after the shift, the leader was so nice. And he was like, hey guys, like you did a great job. Here's the desserts from the dessert party. And then I was walking back out to the cast parking lot, which I think Hollywood Studios is one of the only parks that you like walk through different areas in your costume. And I think other than like the Star Wars area and I walked through Hollywood Studios after my Fantasmic shift and got to see like the Star Wars fireworks that they used to have. And I think that right there just kind of made me remember why I love Disney. It was still hard because I really was, I was spiraling at that last point because I had just gotten to such a bad point in March that I feel like even though I was kind of surviving it and like doing the best to get through it and like kind of trying to say yes to plans with people and trying to do my best, I still was really struggling and I was really depressed and I had a lot of anxiety and, um, I like my body felt it too. It was so bad. Like my, I won't say this cause I don't know if there's like a, a lot of guys listening. I feel like this is mostly girls. So, but just in case there's a guy listening, my cycle <laughs> did not happen for like four months. I was literally like so stressed and had so much anxiety that I literally was so off for so long. Um, so if that tells you anything, I was just having, I was really, really, really struggling and really depressed and had a lot of anxiety, even though I did all the things that I could to help at the end of it. So basically I got to the end of my program. My mom came and got me. I was so thankful to be done, but I had transferred over to seasonal. I was fully planning on still working for Disney and coming back certain weekends of the year. So then I'd have my benefits still so I'd still be able to go to Disney World for free and I'd still kind of like be a cast member and I got the seasonal role and I got um character attendant which I was so excited about because that was exactly the role that I wanted to be doing I was so excited about it really and one of my leaders personally told me that I got that and she was like actually you know what hindsight 2020 I should have known that this wasn't going to go how I thought it was because it was the horrible leader that told me that I got this role but basically, she was like, oh my gosh, like, congratulations, like, you got character attendant. I was like, oh, thanks, like, whatever. And I, so I left. I, you know, I was sad, but I was also like, it was a weird feeling because I was so relieved to leave, but I also was sad that I wasn't going to be at Disney anymore, but 
again, kind of relieved because I was seasonal. So it was just a weird feeling leaving. Um, so it was around June. It was like the week before I was about to go down for my weekend of working there, maybe two weeks before. And so I got my schedule for that week and found out that I was on the schedule, but I was my same role that I had my college program. So I emailed the leader that I do like, and I was like, hey, like, what's up with this? Like, I thought I was character attendant. I thought I was going to start training, like, whatever. And she was like, you're not character attendant. You never were. You never got switched over. Like, I don't know who told you that. So I really don't know what happened with that, but I, unfortunately, it was like immediately no. And I told that leader, I was like, I'm so sorry that you already put me on the schedule, but I can't come. Like, I am, I'm not going to come back for that. I didn't really say it like that. I think I said it in a better way. Well, I think what it was is that I blew out my back doing <laughs> doing the role that I was doing in my college program. So at that point, I was also like, this is horrible for my body. So I cannot keep doing this job. Um, but I was also extremely sad because I had totally planned on still working at Disney. Um, however, God works all things for his good, as we know. And... I was had started working at the country club at, in Asheville. A lot of you guys have probably heard this, me tell this story before, but maybe not. But I had started working at the country club in Asheville because I was back home. And I had already re- requested that weekend off to go um, to Disney, like go back to Disney and work. And my boss, I was kind of like, can I still pick up this weekend? And she was like, I already scheduled people, but, like, just take this weekend. I know you're sad about this. Like, just go hang out with one of your friends, go on a trip, like, whatever. So I had texted Haley, who is the friend that's coming this weekend, and I said, hey, um, do you think I could come visit you this weekend in Virginia Beach? Because I had gone before, and I just, like, loved it, and I just really needed, like, like, a break. And she was like, of course. So I came down to Virginia Beach, and funny enough, that is the first date I ever had with Caleb, who is now my husband. So all things work out and God really has a sense of humor because now I tell that story and then it's funny because we actually moved to Disney for our first year of marriage and it was like the best year of my life. So anyways, that's kind of like a full wrap up of a really long full wrap up of like my experience on the Disney college program. I definitely, it was definitely a low, um, like probably one of the lowest points in my life. And I say that, and I'm honest about this because I think that the Disney college program, and I think that working at Disney in general is such a cool experience and opportunity. I think that it opened up doors for me that I would have never had regardless. And it taught me lessons I will literally take for the rest of my life, um, but not in the way that I expected it to. But I think that it also taught me that I have to be honest with myself and I had to, it took me acknowledging that, hey, like, I actually, I'm really mad about this experience not being what I want. I am bitter because I feel like other people had great experiences and I don't see people talking about their bad ones. And it took me saying that and, like, being open about that and talking to Caleb about that for me to realize, like, I haven't had, I I don't feel like I'm done with this company yet. And so, again, that's whenever I just, we decided that, We were going to go live there for a year. And again, literally the best year of my life, which I'll probably make a whole other episode on that experience. And like, I want to do one on like ranking the roles that I've had at Disney, but that is for another episode. But I like to share this experience and this is like the most full tea I've ever given on it. But 
I like to share this experience and I want to share this experience because I want people to know that like different aspects of the Disney College program will determine what your experience is going to be. You are 100% going to learn lessons from the Disney College program. Whether you have like little hard parts or the whole thing is hard, it's going to be a learning experience and it's not just going to be all rainbow sunshine going to Disney World all the time, but it is fun to go to Disney World whenever you can and you're going to learn to love going to Disney World by yourself and you're going to learn what it's like to work at a Fortune what Fortune 100, 500, I don't know, like a huge company, one of the biggest corporations in the world. You're going to learn how to deal with really difficult guests who are either paying a million dollars to be there because they're rich or in debt because they want to take their kids to Disney one time. So on either scale, <laughs> there's a lot of different people that have a lot invested in this trip. And you're going to learn how to really be intentional with moments because you never know what somebody's going through and you never know why somebody needed that Disney trip. You're going to learn how to be a part of people's core memories that they will literally remember for the rest of their life. And all of those are priceless. Do I think that working at Disney and doing the Disney College program is for everybody? Definitely not. I think you definitely have to have the love for Disney to be able to do it, whether, again, whether it's hard a little bit of it, whether it's hard the whole thing. Um, but I think that if you have the desire to do it, I think that it is worth doing no matter what. Even though I was, it was really hard for me, like even though I was depressed on it, and I did end up going to therapy whenever I got home, I will say that. But even though through all that, I still would recommend it to anybody who loves Disney, anybody that wants to do this program, because I would never forgive myself if I didn't try, you know? Oh my gosh, why am I going to cry? <laughs> it's not, oh, I did not think I was going to cry in this, but I just think that if you have a dream, it's worth, it's worth trying. Because if, if I was at the point of life that I'm at right now, I'm 20, 23, almost 24, if if I had said at this point, if I told myself like, oh, you didn't do the college program, I don't think my younger self would ever be okay with that or ever forgive me for that, you know? So yeah, that is my experience doing the Disney college program. It's so hard to tell how long these episodes are, but I'm going to end off this episode by talking about something that I posted on my Instagram story. So I posted on Instagram. If you're not following me, definitely go follow me because that's where I'm going to post a lot of updates. It's XOXO Ali Michelle, but basically I posted a question box and said, if you guys have done the college program before and have any tips, give me your tips. And if you have any questions, give me your questions. So I'm going to answer two questions and give two tips that I saw on here. So the first question is, is it worth it to miss a semester at your college? Did you miss your friends or slash have FOMO? So it definitely for me was worth it, even though it was hard, even though I'm like talking about how hard it was, it was so worth it for me because it's given me so many opportunities and I'm not kidding you. I don't think that I've not gotten many jobs like that I've interviewed for since doing the college program because it is such a resume booster and I definitely wouldn't say do it just for that. Like You definitely have to love Disney a bit too. But it's just so good on your resume and it's just given me so many opportunities. Plus, I think that I've just learned a lot of really valuable lessons through it. So to me, it was worth it to miss a semester. It put me behind a little bit, but honestly, college in four years is kind of overrated. I feel like so many people I know do it in less or do it in more. 
So it's kind of just up to your own preference. And you can do summer classes. You can do... You can even do online school when you're there if your school allows that or if you have that option. So I definitely wouldn't worry about kind of the timeline of college because it really doesn't interrupt too much. As far as missing friends, yes, I definitely miss my friends a lot. I had FOMO very frequently. Excuse me. I definitely had FOMO very frequently, but I think it's just one of those things that you have to look at in the grand scheme of life. You know, a semester seems like forever whenever you're in college, but whenever you get out of college, it really is such a short amount of time. It's only a couple months. So if you think that you are going to miss friends, I would say just do the regular college program. You can also do like an advantage program, which is seven months rather than like four or five. So if you think that you're going to miss your friends a lot, I would just do the shorter one. Or if you think you're going to get homesick, just because I think that it gives you a little bit more space because then you can extend. I always say that to people is do the regular program and then extend if you want to, because personally, I think that it's better than committing to a long period of time and not giving yourself an option to even have a say (laughs) in it later on because if you get homesick on a seven-month program a couple months in then you're gonna have to you may have to quit but if you do four months and love it then you can always extend so the last question i'm going to answer just in the spirit of saving time because i feel like this podcast is already pretty long somebody said what's the transition back to school like after you've done the program for me personally it really was not hard i think that the main reason is because i did the spring program rather than the fall i feel like it would be very disorienting to do a program in the fall and then come back and then have to do school in like a couple weeks because for me after i'd done the program i had my whole summer break i literally had three months in between being at home for the summer so then it really didn't feel too much to me like i'd missed a lot because i was still coming into the next year as a new school year so it really wasn't hard for me so i think that if again kind of like this last question if you feel like it's going to be hard for you or if you feel like it's going to be a weird transition i would just do the spring i mean i suggest a spring program regardless because it's from january to may and or at least it kind of just depends on like what you specifically choose you can choose your dates but i picked january to may and it was perfect for me because it was not not enduring any major holidays so i didn't miss any major holidays with my family it was great weather because it's like personally to me that's the best time to be in florida and then on top of that it's it's goes into summer break so then it's not as weird of a transition so i always recommend spring regardless but definitely if you are concerned about it being a weird transition So some advice that I've seen on here from people who did do the college program is don't be afraid to speak up. I dealt with favoritism in leadership and I wish I spoke up. Kind of similar to what I was dealing with, I think that this is something that a lot of people are scared to speak up on, which kind of makes sense just because college program is very disposable, I'd say. They're not like employees that are going to stay for a long time. So I feel like sometimes it can be scary to say something in the fear of you know getting let go over something that you speak up about but it's always worth saying something or even talking to a leader that you do trust or you know talking to a friend that you trust and kind of getting to the bottom of it because number one it makes you feel not as alone and number two it can really help a situation if you talk to the right people so this is good advice 
Okay, so part of this was answered onto the question box, or this advice was given in the question box, and then part of it was in a DM, so I'm going to try to do this because <laughs> it's kind of split up. But Lydia said, I feel like everyone's expectations are high going in, and for some people, it doesn't turn out how they wanted it to, and then that really affects their experience. My experience with the college program was amazing. I loved my location, coworkers, and leaders. I feel like if there was one thing off it, I would that could have led me to not liking I feel like if there was one thing off, it could have led to me not liking my college program. So I totally agree, 100%. I think that the college program is so, there's so many interconnecting parts and it really is like a well-oiled machine. I think I sent that to her. Yeah, that's literally what I said back to her. It's such a well-oiled machine. There's so many moving parts to whether you have a good college program or not. Like I know somebody who had amazing roommates and she was entertainment and she was in a really really nice complex and she was two to a room and she made a lot of friends so i think that there's certain aspects of a college program that affect it and if one thing is off it can kind of tip the scale or if multiple are i agree with what she said in the first part too a lot of people go in with sky high expectations because of the way that it's portrayed either in disney college program vlogging or on TikTok or anything like that. Just remember though, which this is something that I had to remind myself and this is probably something that I don't do perfectly anymore. I'm hoping to do more of like vulnerability on podcasting. But one thing to just keep in mind with everything in life is that it's not what people put on their Instagrams. It's Instagram is such a highlight reel and I know that everybody says that, but it truly is. Nobody's gonna put, oh, I had such a crappy day because my leader is mean to me and I just worked 50 hours. Like some people may say that, but most people who are there are going to want to make it seem like it's perfect. And maybe it is, you know, very amazing for them, but also it's not, nothing's perfect, you know? So just don't feel alone. If you have any problems, don't feel afraid to speak up to somebody. If you're on the college program and you want somebody to talk to, you can always DM me. My DMs are open and I would love to talk you through anything because I have been there and I understand what it's like. So I just don't want anybody to feel alone. And I think that that's kind of what this girl is saying as well. I think that you just can't go in with these insanely high expectations because if you go in with no expectations, you can't be disappointed. You can't be let down. So just go in thinking this is an internship. I'm going to work a lot. I do get the perk of going into Disney World, but that's not all it's going to be. And, you know, this is a great opportunity, but it's not going to be easy. That's the expectation that I think I would walk into the college program with. I hope you guys like this episode. I had a lot of fun recording this, but I never want to come off as pessimistic. I'm genuinely just sharing my experience. So again, I really hope that this either helps somebody who's been through it or somebody that's about to go into it. Just it's a great opportunity. It is not all sunshines and roses. Um, I had a great experience whenever I came back to Disney. So it's really just hit or miss with the college program, but I always think that it's worth doing. And I just think that if you have a dream, you owe it to your younger self to pursue that dream. You know what I mean? I think that it would be a disservice to my younger self to not have done that. And I can't imagine my life without Disney. And I can't imagine my life without this as a part of my story. So I hope you guys like this episode. Stick around for the next one and go follow me on Instagram to go vote on which episode is next. I'll probably be posting that today or tomorrow on my Instagram. So definitely go vote on that because I have a couple fun ideas. So I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.